I'm Dr. Sterling. I'm a board certified OBGYN and mom. Welcome to the Becoming Moms podcast, where I give you the step-by-step to optimizing your physical and emotional wellness in pregnancy so you can create a nourishing environment for your baby, your family, and yourself. The information shared in this podcast is intended for general education purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or another qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you heard in this podcast. All right, lovelies, let's dive in to this week's episode. You are listening to a bonus episode of Becoming Moms. And not just that, you are listening to my pregnancy diary. At the beginning of my third and likely last pregnancy, I decided to document the experience and I have not held anything back. I talk about my fears, my emotions, how I'm feeling and coping. It's about to get real. I am 15 weeks pregnant and here to share my experience with y'all. So, uh, what's new? Well, um, I think the last time that uh, we chatted, I, I th- I'm trying to remember what the, what the sequence of events was, but I was feeling like I was better at 11 weeks, and then I think I felt slightly worse at 13 weeks, if I remember correctly. And now I am, I'm kind of still in that having bad days and good days. Um, My nausea has certainly improved. My fatigue is better. I actually, I've I've, I've started posting um, the other, um, my earlier recorded pregnancy diary onto Instagram. I've started posting them. And so I've had to rewatch them and it's quite, (laughs) quite startling to see um, some of the differences in how I'm feeling um, between these these weeks. So where I am, I'm not totally better yet. And even on days where I feel pretty good, for example, on Halloween, I think I felt more or less okay. Halloween was a few, oh gosh, what, where are we? It was a few weeks, it was like a week and a half ago. <laughs> and I took the kiddos with my family to the zoo. Um, they had like a Halloween event and ended up, almost passing out and having to literally be wheelchaired out of the zoo, which was just, it was a really not ideal situation. Um, I would have loved to been able to walk out of there, but I tried multiple times and just couldn't. Um, And of course, as they're wheeling me out, they've got like security guards with me and it looks like I'm some drunk disorderly. visitor that they're taking out of the park. So that was a humbling experience. Just like, no, I'm just pregnant. We were in line to get on this like sky tram when I started to feel faint and kind of slumped against the wall. And this wonderful woman thought that I was afraid of heights. And so she came over to give me a pep talk because she's afraid of heights too. And I was like, no, I'm not afraid of heights. I'm just pregnant. And like, I can't stand up right now. Oh, isn't pregnancy wonderful? So, um, yeah, so even on the days that I feel like, okay, I, I still have to be really careful and not push myself, which is kind of freaking me out because we have a Disneyland trip planned later this month. So 
we shall see. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm in that zone where a lot of the things that I normally do to um, uh, keep myself at that, you know, living a full and balanced life, really balancing the, the things that take my energy and the things that give me energy. Um, I have a lot of the things, even the things that give me energy, I, I haven't really had the energy to engage in. And not just that, it's even if I were to engage in those things, I, I they don't give me the same energy. Like that's the thing with pregnancy fatigue is that even though normally um, spending time with friends makes me feel really energized um, when I'm dealing with really the depths of pregnancy fatigue. There's not really anything that, that can boost me out of that. Um, sure, I might feel better getting outside and going for a walk, but the walk still depletes my energy in a way that when I'm not pregnant, a walk can make me feel really invigorated or or getting on the Peloton or, or doing something active can make me feel really invigorated and increase my energy levels. But when it comes to pregnancy fatigue, and I know this is the case for, for many individuals as it is for myself, those things still just deplete your energy. Even if maybe it boosts your mood a little bit, just from an energy perspective, you're still really tired. So I'm in this zone right now in my pregnancy where it's like, okay, I really have to be mindful about not staying in a rut because you do, you, you know, you necessarily have to get into a rut when you're feeling this bad. I mean, you can't do the things that give you life because one, they're not giving you life the, the same way they are and you, you don't have the energy to engage with them. And um, what I need to really tune in and be intuitive with myself and listen to my body is, where's the balance there? Where is it like, okay, you can push yourself and go out to dinner with a girlfriend because that's going to be really life-giving to you versus, okay, you're tired, go home and just sleep, cancel those plans. So um, that is the what I'm navigating right now, is trying to get back into some of the habits that the, the self-care stuff that's really important to me. What's been really lovely in, we're, we, we're almost coming to a year of having Sterling Parents. And Sterling Parents, this is my membership for people who are trying to conceive pregnant, postpartum, and beyond. And we talk a lot about self-care, we talk about intuition, we talk about boundaries. Um, and so fortunately, this is something that I've been for almost a year now really engaging in these these conversations with experts and with members of my community. And um, I've learned so much. And so it's um, I feel really blessed to uh, be able to to really feel like I have the tools right now to navigate this situation and figure out what feels good and what's going to give me energy and where I shouldn't be pushing myself and I should be listening to my body. I have, you know, I learned from the experts we have that come into our, our community and, and other community members all the time. We have these work-life community balance chats. And by work, we don't just mean, you know, I don't just mean paid work, but we're talking about like the work, the responsibilities, whether you're being paid for it or not. We all have work and responsibilities that need to be done. And then the life stuff is those, those are the things that you want to do that are fun, that give you energy and that make life worth living, right? 
Um, and sometimes there's some overlap between those two, but we have these community chats where we share about how we're balancing those things, how we're, how we're juggling, um, really. And, and, uh, that has been really helpful too, as I'm navigating that myself, uh, to talk about that with our community members and, and to remember some of the wisdom that some of the experts that have come into our community have shared with us, which is which is really nice. Many of us enter our reproductive journeys already pretty stressed and busy. And then you add pregnancy or trying to conceive to the mix and life gets even more overwhelming. Now is the time to make stress reduction a priority. Not only does reducing stress before or during pregnancy decrease your chances of many pregnancy complications, it also may improve long-term health outcomes for your baby. Take a step today and head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to register for my free class, Four Ways to Make Your Pregnancy easier and healthier. You and your baby won't regret it. Again, head over to thebestpregnancyclass.com to register for this free prenatal class. Yeah, I mean, it is, each pregnancy is, is for me, that they're similar in a lot of ways, but they're different. By this time when I was pregnant with Oliver, I think I was feeling pretty like quote unquote normal. And I would, I'm not necessarily feeling that way now. Um, and so I have to be careful because I can end up getting wheeled out of the zoo and uh, that wasn't fun. So um, I'm able to spend more, Not I've been spending the same amount of time with my kids, but actually like doing things with them. Um, and you know, for a while I wasn't I wasn't able to make my daughter's lunches and and I was just really sluggish in the morning and I've been able to um just do activities with them more and take care of them more and that's felt good um it also um you know they they are very <laughs> kids are funny they're they both drain you a lot of energy drain you of a lot of energy and they give you a lot of energy um and I have found that when I was really fatigued and feeling a lot of the, the pregnancy stuff is that the their their drain on my energy was so much more pronounced to me that I was I was really struggling um, to uh, show up for them, you know, I, I to show up for them in a way that was both authentic and I'm not like faking that I'm have energy and that I'm and that I'm feeling well, but also they're kids and like they don't necessarily understand the big picture here. And so I wanted to still be happy with them and smile with them and laugh with them. So it was um and that was a little bit more difficult to do because spending time with kids means they need things from you, right? Like one second, Oliver's happy and laughing and we're having a great time. And the next second, he's like getting himself into something dangerous, of course. And he's a heavy toddler and I have to pick him up. And so when I was feeling that energy drain and they weren't able to give me that, that, that joy that I normally get from them. So the balance was a little off, but I still had to, while being 
you know, authentic with them and, and, and sharing that I wasn't feeling well and that I couldn't do certain things, which I really think is important for our kids to see us listening to our body and not powering through. I, I, I wanted to do that while also having them not completely lose the, the happy, bright mom that they're used to, if that makes sense. Because I am a very, um, I'm a very outgoing, um, enthusiastic, uh, like, that's my personality, especially with my kids, is I'm, I'm very like, let's do it. Like, you know, I'm very animated. And <laughs> I mean, especially like it, like around week seven through 10, like I was very, my affect was flatter and I had to really put in the effort to seem excited and all of that with them. Um, so that being said, what I'm able to experience more now that I'm feeling slightly better is, um, well, yes, they, my children still drain some of my energy. I'm also able to receive the joy, excuse me, ah, little pregnancy gagging. Um, I'm also able to receive their joy and feel it, which is so lovely because the, the haze of those really awful first trimester symptoms for me just really blunted my joy, blunted my ability to to feel that. Um, I still was happy. I, I Unlike with my first um, pregnancy with Celeste, where I actually, like, I was depressed. I mean, it was, there's no getting around it. Like, I was, I was depressed. Um, I was, it was rough. Uh, there were a lot of unhappy days, but um, I don't think I ever reached that point. Um, and I think probably because I am, uh, you know, uh, more, I'm just, this is not as big of a surprise to me, these symptoms as it was with my first. And I had, that was a, it was a difficult adjustment period. So, so yeah, um, trying to uh, get back to, um, myself in a way, feel myself, understanding that I have some control of it. I can I can engage in some activities that can help connect me to myself and, and fill me with some life and joy, but I also um, have to, you know, pay heed to what my body and brain and my abilities, what they're telling me. So I'm optimistic that I will continue to um, exit this, 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 period, hopefully. Um, and I'm sure other things will come up. You know, uh, I'm definitely dealing with some, now that I'm in my second trimester, some uh, uh, headaches, which is pretty, so I would say it's a pretty common symptom, especially in the second trimester. Um, not always normal. Um, in my case, I'm just more prone to headaches, and this is probably multifactorial, but we think that in part it has to do with the increase in blood volume, just predisposing people to headaches. And I'm already kind of headache prone, so I have to make sure I'm hydrated, I have to, you know, be sleeping, um, taking my um, prenatal vitamins, I've started taking my magnesium again because that can um, help with the headaches too. So, you know, just trying to do all the things to, to stay healthy and well, um, and trying to take the pressure off myself to get back to 100% because that's not the goal here. Um, and I think that's really, um, that's something that I have definitely learned 
this year um, in engaging with Sterling Parrots and and uh, creating this membership and this platform is my 100%, like my idea of what I should be able to do in a day and, and everything. That is, when that is a static version, when my version of myself is static and that's what I'm working towards, that is not beneficial for me. And for many of us, we need to be flexible with, okay, on a day like today, um, this is what success looks like to me. This is what a good this is what a good day means today. Being intuitive with how I'm feeling and what's going on in my life and what other stressors I have and what else I have to deal with. If I have this static image of what a good day is or what what successful Christine is able to do or accomplish, I am not being intuitive with myself. And so, you know, I wake up in the morning and I say this is, this is what I think that I can reasonably accomplish today and feel not completely knock me out. I've been hit by a train drained. And what I can do today is different than what I could do at seven weeks. At seven weeks, it was, was a lot less. Um, and I'm trying to ramp up, um, but not with the goal of I want to get to this specific spot, but I just want to each day know where I can push myself and where I need to pull back. And I hope that makes sense. So yeah, uh, it's been lovely chatting with you. I will be back here hopefully um, at 17 weeks uh, to, to share more. And until uh, next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Becoming Moms. If you were looking for more support from me during your pregnancy journey, head over to sterlingparents.com to learn more about our membership. The Sterling Parents membership now comes with a private Instagram account where members can send me direct messages 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Pregnancy is hard. You deserve support. Head over to sterlingparents.com to get the best support available for your pregnancy.